0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research that can help you lose weight, feel great, or live longer better. Today's topic's pretty important, hypertension, high blood pressure. And I'm going to tell you about the DASH diet, how beets and the DASH diet lower blood pressure, and then going to touch on some supplements that have studies done on them as well that can help blood pressure it's important because nearly one in three United States citizens have high blood pressure and half with problems don't even have it under control for one reason or another. Maybe they don't know they have a problem. Maybe they don't want to take the medication. Or maybe they're taking multiple meds and not having complete control. Well, there are a lot of reasons that it isn't controlled, but I'm going to give you a lot of things you can do that are going to help keep that blood pressure in a healthier range. First, you got to know there's a problem. So get a checkup. Make sure your blood pressure is in the normal range. 120 over 80, perfect. It starts inching higher. It's time to start paying attention. It is called the silent killer for a reason. Most times it has no symptoms, you know, no chest pains, no headaches, no ear noise no irregular heartbeat, no nosebleeds, no tiredness, no vision changes. It's silent. Nothing to get your attention. You know, no symptoms, but that inflammation and damage is going on, paving the way to strokes, heart attack, chronic heart failure, diabetes, kidney disease. You got to test. You got to have a meter to know where you're at. And they aren't expensive. You can get one, you know, for under $40 at the drugstore pharmacy and you know, or stop by the shop and we can help you. You should work with your healthcare provider. Try a lot of things that may help blood pressure, sometimes without even using the pharmacology first. They tell you try diet, lifestyle, but nothing specific. I'm going to give you specific changes to make. And by making these changes, you can possibly avoid medication and increase your health, vitality, and longevity. In, as a side benefit. It's what I call the little hinge that swings the big door. It's what I'm all about. Really, the evidence is stacking up that suggests that the same two underlying conditions I talk about, about every week are implicated in causing high blood pressure. What are we talking? Inflammation, oxidative stress. The old cellular inflammation and oxidative stress, that's the usual suspect that we're dealing with about all chronic disease. So what's causing it? Same risk factors that are associated with all the chronic Western diseases that are now just about given. And it's the causes are the standard American diet. Yeah, S-A-D. It's the number one offender. Number two, age. As we get older, it takes more maintenance. Number three, heavy consumption of alcohol. Number four, family history. Genetic factors can contribute, but it's really more the habits of diet and lifestyle that are passed on. In one study, it was found that being physically fit reduced the risk by 34%, even if there was family history. Obesity is another one. Number six, inactivity. Like Mayo Clinic says, sitting is the new smoking. Number seven, stress. Those old stress hormones. And in these crazy times, you got to manage your stress for about a million reasons. Number eight, smoking or being exposed to smoke and other toxins. You know, wildfires, uh toxins in your environment. And then number nine, sleep apnea. All those nine causes I listed increase oxidative stress and inflammation. The most important thing you can do is remove as much as you can, starting with, you guessed it, diet, vegetables, especially beets and greens. And you've heard a lot about beets. No super beets, they're all over the place. But, you know, when it comes down to it, Nitric oxide was the Nobel Prize winning molecule. Really, a molecule wins the Nobel Prize. In a 2015 study from Harvard, found beets and other vegetables contained a compound, nitrate, that in your mouth with the saliva and the digestive tract will convert to nitric oxide That signals the blood vessels to widen, to dilate, so blood pressure goes down. 20 years ago, when I was doing my dietetics internship, several studies came out from the National Institute of Health that proved a certain type of diet lowered blood pressure. It was proven, study after study, they called it the DASH diet, standing for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. Never got really popular. People find it hard to change because bad food is so cheap and so tasty and and it's everywhere and addictive. And you can't sell any medicine or expensive pills. But the DASH diet worked. Back then, we figured it probably was because of the high minerals, magnesium and potassium, But it turns out the real key hitter there was the fact that all those vegetables had a lot of dietary nitrates that the body eventually converts to nitric oxide, NO for short, and that relaxes the blood vessels. So yeah, the DASH diet, diet is always the first thing. It contains the information that our cells need to work right. In fact, January 2020, U.S. News World and Report named DASH diet the best diet for the 10th year in a row. You know, so it lowers high blood pressure, but it also does a lot of other things. It's associated with weight loss, cholesterol reduction, diabetes reduction. You know, it's really very similar to my modified Mediterranean diet. So, what's it all about? Number one, more vegetables. When isn't that a good idea? And You know, when you eat a bad diet, it decreases nitric oxide. And that is linked to obesity, but also my pet disease, insulin resistance, but heart disease, osteoporosis, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and even cancer, side benefits of higher levels of nitric oxide besides Blood pressure, increase, cognitive performance, that's like better memory, and athletic performance. I say vegetables need a good PR firm, right? I mean, it works and it works fast. Drinking four ounces of beet juice, increased nitric oxide by 21% after 45 minutes. We sell beet juice by the case. It's, you know, people love it. I mean, its it really tastes pretty darn good. And garlic boosts nitric oxide levels. One study showed that aged garlic extract would increase nitric oxide within forty within an hour, up to forty percent. Green leafies like spinach, arugula, kale, and cabbage are packed with nitrates, and that converts it in the body to decrease blood pressure. Vitamin C rich foods decrease nitric oxide by making it more available and increasing the nitric oxide absorption. So citrus fruit and pomegranates that we know are good for the heart. They also improve brain function and lower the risk of all those diseases I talked about. And we know nuts are good. Nuts are high in the amino acid arginine, which is involved with making nitric oxide. And watermelon, another good source of an amino acid citrulline that Goes on to be converted to arginine and then ultimately nitric oxide. So nuts, watermelon, citrus fruit, pomegranates. Oh, so good. You know, we're looking at about the intake of about a thousand milligrams of nitrate derived from vegetables to be the goal. One study recently showed that that lowered blood pressure as effectively as some medications. Wow. You know, there's one study that showed 80% of cardiovascular disease and 91% of diabetic risk can be prevented by diet and lifestyle changes. And that was the scientific recommendation by the U.S. Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee that they, they recommend the DASH diet. And then the American College of Cardiology, Confirmed that adhering to these were really good for lowering your coronary heart disease risk. So all of these vegetables packed with antioxidants, fiber, vitamin C, K, potassium, low in calories, contain those 25,000 phytonutrients that I'm always talking about. The older we get, the more important those phytonutrients are. So aim for seven servings of veggies every day. And like I say, eat the rainbow, get all those colors in. And just as a little side note, that healthy bacteria really are involved in converting it to nitric oxide. So if you're using mouthwash, that interferes with the nitric oxide production. So go easy. There are other 14 known bacteria strains that metabolize nitrates into nitrites. Okay. So second thing we want to do, have clean, fresh fruit, organic, clean proteins, beans and legumes a couple times a week, healthy fats, nuts, oils, especially olive oil, walnuts, all those things are good, whole, ancient grains, not bread, not pasta. They're all ground up and, and super refined. I'm talking Whole grains. Sprouted is even better. You got to see the grain. And go easy on these two. And then, you know, if you tolerate organic, unsweetened dairy products, and and I I really am a little hesitant to add this one here because it really has not been proven. And a lot of us do not tolerate dairy. But if it's a good choice for you, just make sure it's from A2 cows and goats. But we know the DASH diet can work and bring down blood pressure. Consistency wins the prize here. But what else can we do? All right. Exercise more. You know, and one thing about it, higher nitric oxide helps, helps stamina. When I was preparing for a, a triathlon a couple years ago, I started noticing they were selling beet juice powder by the checkout at the runner store because it helps stamina exercise 30 minutes most days can bring down your blood pressure significantly you know walking anything just get moving all you need is good shoes and the sidewalk number 3 lose weight if you can pinch an inch got to take it off losing as little as 10 pounds can lower your blood pressure number 4 de stress stress reducing techniques are really important Deep breathing, yoga, you know, to paraphrase a little bit, whatever is true and lovely, think on these things. Number five, we're going to cover some supplements here that are really good to supplement the DASH diet and lifestyle. Magnesium. Magnesium relaxes the blood vessels. 400 milligrams is usually a good place to start. Omega-3, flax oil, fish oil. Number four, um may lose track here on my county, but um, COQ10, wonderful. Garlic, vitamin D, potassium. And I have a couple new supplements that I'm carrying now that have clinical studies that support them. They really raise the nitric oxide levels to a new level. But if you're already on blood pressure medication, speak with your doctor about possible interactions, toxicity warning warnings before you try any new supplement. The most important thing is to stay safe. Don't ignore high blood pressure. Make those diet and lifestyle changes. You're going to get your blood pressure back into the normal range simply by reducing the inflammation and the oxidative stress. That's going to improve your health and well-being in so many ways. I am in the process of developing a whole DASH program and it soon will be posted on my website. So you can go to debford.com, check it out. Thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this or other shows. Go to iTunes or to my website, debford.com, under the radio podcast tab, and you got it. Have a great day. And remember, take really good care of yourself.